world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Before I introduce our special guest today, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy G, the gun guy, who's been with Gun For Hire since he's 20 years old and he's now 35. A week and a half ago, Jimmy was having some stomach pains and he had uh, two massive hernias uh, rupture and his intestine got tangled up in them and he had emergency surgery overnight. And uh, he was in the hospital for about four days, and he's released, and he's recovering now. Every time I text him, I ask him what he wants. He wants a filet mignon delivered. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of our students and a lot of Gun for Hire alumni have uh, sent him messages. Some went to see him in the hospital, all our instructors and everybody. So Jimmy is recovering well. Well, it's Sunday, my birthday. I'm 58 years old. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, he will be back to work on Monday or Tuesday, uh, you know, light duty, obviously. His whole life is light duty. That's true. Hire, yeah. But we pay him for his brains. Right. But thank you all for the uh, well wishes. So uh, we uh, imported a guest today from a free state. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Tactissi. Woohoo! I'm back and better than ever. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> you should always be better than ever. Life is a gift that needs to be unwrapped every day and enjoyed. Life is too short. I can tell you that because I just recently had a doctor misdiagnose me for something, but I'm not going to bring up who it was or anything. Hi Sandy. So anyway, uh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he hardly ever curses on the show too, so I got him good. He told me my, my head was separated from my body, and he told me it was but a flesh wound. No, I said <laughs> it was just a big hemorrhoid. So, <laughs> A 250-pound hemorrhoid? Say, that's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to worry about, just a big hemorrhoid at the top of your shoulders. So, so, so Tissy, are you going to be at the NRA annual meetings this year? Of course. In Indianapolis? As always. You weren't at SHOT Show, though, right? No. I hate SHOT Show. So do I. Oh, God. I, Why I don't went go? three days and two nights. <laughs> We always stay at the Venetian, so it's convenient. You know, so we just walk yeah. through the mm-hmm. city. I, but I hate it. I tell all my listeners, all the listeners, are like I want to go to shot. I want to go shot. I'm like, go to NRA yeah. annual meeting. Uh, you agree? Yes, a hundred percent. Why waste your time and all that money and stress going to Vegas when you could? It, it, you just go to NRA and be around like-minded people. Everyone at Shot Show doesn't want to be at Shot Show. Correct. No one wants to be there. They're all just watching the clock until they can check out and start drinking. Every and day. they're miserable. Yeah, yes. I, and then they they have kegs in the booths at a certain point. Yes, they start drinking before it's even over. Yes, they do, Sandy. They <laughs> do. do. They really? Yeah. Yeah. Salesman. Yeah. It's well. Years ago, Glock got in trouble because they used to have all the police purchasing agents 
and they would take them to the strip and they would reserve uh, rooms and mm-hmm. yeah and then pictures leaked out and stuff like that i'm going back <laughs> in the 80s and 90s so yeah, yeah. um all of a sudden the order got really really big you correct why but all the cops carry glass correct yeah. mm-hmm. but this year <laughs> this year yeah see I, I i don't i don't gamble and I don't drink. You neither. And I'm not paying for an escort. And I'm there with three or four guys. So we're not going to see Celine Dion. <laughs> this is what I tell everybody. So, like, for me, the annual meeting is breakfast, walk the show till my feet fall off, dinner, go into the casino, have a cigar with a Coke or a Diet Coke, and then go to bed. Yeah. I can't wait for my flight home. But when I go to annual meeting, people don't understand. Annual meeting, tell them a little bit. Uh, uh, to see about all of the uh, entertainment the NRA has and how many oh. people walking around. They have shows. They have all these concerts that are free. You can go meet people. There's celebrities everywhere, and everyone is approachable. That's the big thing about NRA. Everyone wants to be there. People from all over the country take vacation time to go there, and they're happy about it, and they can play with things and talk to people and meet people, and it's really a good time. And the NRA puts on clinics there, and they have, like, these little shooting galleries and stuff. It's great. Mm-hmm. You can it's fantastic. take Refuse to Be a Victim classes. Yes. You can yeah. be, they have instructor classes mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. They have a, a ton of seminars. This year I'll be in Fort Worth at the Carry Guard Expo. Um, my guys and I are going to be teaching classes. But this year it's Indianapolis, and... Uh, Every year it changes, and you go on NRAAM.com and check it out. This year might be a special one because I might uh, I might get sworn in as an NRA board of director. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tactissi has stepped forward and endorsed me, and she threw herself into uh, the political realm. I read some of the comments with your uh, 550,000 people. Mm-hmm. It, it's not easy when you take a stand on something, is it, right? No, and I've been avoiding it for so long for this reason. And I, I didn't want my page to be a place of contention. I wanted it to be a place where everyone can go and have a good time and just relax and have fun. And now it's not just on certain posts. And yes. I need to, but people need to be informed. I've, I've come to the conclusion that people really need to be informed because bliss is not, ignorance is not bliss. Yeah, people correct. still believe that for some reason. Yeah. And this, in this day and age, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. 200, uh, excuse me, 2 million eligible voters. Oh, yeah. And 7% cast a ballot for last year's board of directors. It's embarrassing. Now, we're supposed to be the red, white, and blue constitutional. We love the mm-hmm. American Republic and the way of life. And we can't, if you can't get NRA members to vote, how do you expect mm-hmm. to get normal voters to go out and vote for a governor or a senator? Right. It's it's pathetic, right? And the people bitching and the infighting and you know I went on a page and I I made a minimal amount of comments. I read a lot of stuff and I posted. I'm available to answer any questions. No one took you up, did they? <coughs> yeah. No mm-hmm. one took me up. Mm-hmm. Mm. And if you go on Calandra Friend RA, you can see my position on a lot of things. One board member is not going to change anything. Tissy stated on her page that you need 40 members to make a change to stand up and tell the management that we need changes. The NRA needs obviously more transparency. They need more fiscal responsibility. And uh, I know the bump stock ban thing was not to piss Trump off, but it could have been presented and sold differently. And, you know, there's other groups like GOA and FPC, and I belong to all of them. I belong to SAF. I belong to Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. I, I spread my money around. Then I belong to my state organization, and I belong to CNJFO. Um, I believe we all have to do that, but publicly attacking each other, if you don't think the left reads all of that, <laughs> you're ignorant. 
Of course. And, uh, you know, people are like, uh, I'm throwing my ballot out. I'm not I'm not joining the NRA. They're not getting any more of my money. And I get it. When you see these articles published by Bloomberg, yeah. the trace and stuff, knocking the NRA, a lot of it's true. And they need to get their house in order. So uh, I'm running on petition. Adam Kraut's running on petition. I nominated uh, Tom King. And I'm, I'm honored to have your nomination. And I know you said in your post too, and in your videos you're new to the political thing. But see, someone like her with a huge following... As a female, if if we could get her on a committee or two, see now me running on petition and being a little bit of a jerk, I might not get any committee appointments mm -hmm. to be honest with right. you. But then if I don't, I'm going to hold up my phone with Wayne Lapierre and then behind me, and I'm going to videotape to all the people that voted me in that I don't have any committee appointments, <laughs> and they should contact Wayne Lapierre and Chris Cox and ask them why I don't have any, and then I'll be like, so Wayne, how's things? You know, after I, I don't care, mm -hmm. but like. There's outreach committees and there's the women's leadership forum and stuff. You have a, a, a big reach, and it would be great if they had someone like you that could get the message out there in plain English all the time. Plan. And plan. if I get on the board, I'm going to be pushing you for a, at least one or two committee appointments. I don't know how much power you have as a first board member, but I think also that if me and Adam Kraut both get on by petition, I think the NRA should wake up and say, you know, maybe we are doing things a little bit wrong if the voters are rejecting the people we're nominating and yeah. the status quo. So, and again, because I have nothing to lose, I'm not doing it for the free Danish. I go to NRA AM every year on my own yeah. ticket. I'm on committees. I go to the NRA board meetings twice a year. They reimburse me for mileage and they pay oh. the hotel room, which is, which is fine. I didn't even put my last expense report in. I've been too busy, to be honest. You know, it's a couple hundred bucks. I do it because I'm passionate about it, like you do what you do because you're passionate about it. And you have a huge voice now and a huge following. And I think we need your perspective. It's time to do something positive with it. Right. Uh, so what would your plans be? Would you want a, a scepter and a robe? Because that's what I'm doing, so don't even think about it. If I get on the board, I'm get, uh, going I'm going to get sworn in with a scepter and a robe. Can we get matching ones? Mm. Like, yeah. I'm Is a yin and dynamic yang. duo? Yin and yang type. Oh, I'm pissed off at you. Why? I'm pissed off at her. On well, one of her videos. Where did that come on from? On one of her videos, the first video she posted. Medication level's dropping. Uh, the video, <laughs> Calandro of NRA. Hmm? She said, I have twice her energy and I'm <laughs> twice her age. <laughs> I said yeah. almost twice. Oh, I, and all I, I heard was twice. I didn't hear. <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't hear almost. I only heard so, twice. So the script was originally written as twice my age, and I edited it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I am a kind tissy. I'm, I'm glad to have made it to 58. You know, and you know there was a time I was thinking about buying. Based a house on the way you lived. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm. Uh, there was a time I almost contemplated moving over, having a house over the border in Pennsylvania. But now, what's going mm -hmm. on in your state? Oh, how do you feel about that? Tell me what's going. Because people always says, "Move, I'm moving, I'm moving out of New Jersey, I'm moving to Pennsylvania." How do you feel about Pennsylvania? What's going on? It's time for people to wake the hell up. It, it I just, I can't believe they're proposing these laws and they're admitting that they're not, they're not going to be able to. What's that word? What's that word? Enforce them. Enforce them. them. Well, the yeah. duh, blondes in the house. Yes. The, the, they're, they're they're proposing all these laws, and, and the legislators are literally saying, we have no way to enforce these, but we're going to force them on you anyway. It doesn't and matter. That's what they said, right? We had a state senator, state senate president here sit right here and say, we just make the laws, let the courts sort it out. What? 
Yeah. Is that a bull? Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah. It, it was a she, too. Don't assume it's a male, because that would be sexist. I get yelled at for that crap all the time. I was going to say BS, not yeah. the B word. There's no more blonde jokes anymore. Alexandria Corcio Cortez or whatever, she killed blonde jokes now, because she's a brunette and she's pretty dumb. So pretty dumb? Yeah. She's really dumb. <laughs> she's really dumb. Well, Pelosi wrote her right off anyway, so put her in a box in a corner. Boston College ought to take her. her so uh, we've been saying back. for eight years what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. and Spreading. you can Right. And so everybody says move. Or, or New Jersey is a forgotten state or California. No. No. We have to take a stand. And, you know, we have a rally March 26th against uh, Phil Murphy. There's a recall petition against Phil Murphy. I don't know how well the recall petition is going to go. I wish them luck. I'm going to support it. But, you know, we had our opportunity during the election. Yeah, but we only had 32% right. voter turnout. Sure. And everybody who did turn out, all the cops and firefighters and state workers, voted for free stuff over freedom. Yeah, now they're screwed. Mm-hmm. Now, you have you have Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and Philadelphia mm-hmm. that is driving all of this. Yep. Everybody who lives outside, yeah. I went to a National Shooting Sports Foundation thing a few uh, months ago, and there was a uh, game warden there, and he told me that Pennsylvania has more state and federal lands, acreage-wise, than the entire state of New Jersey. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. But So you have all these people that live in the suburbs that, l- that love the woods, but they're going to be outnumbered by Pennsylvania, uh, by Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's pretty bad, right? You well, guys have a lot of toys over there. Upstate New York is the same way, right? Oh, same way. Same yeah. way. It's scary. It's scary that this is happening, and it's even scarier that people are so quiet about it. Like, the only people that know about this are the people in the community. A Wha- very small sect. Right. Yeah. It's yes. very right. small. Why aren't we talking about this on a larger level? Why isn't anyone doing anything? Why are we rolling over? That's why the, the, the media doesn't know, uh, the media, the general populace, especially gun people, they don't realize how big uh, the NRA really is mm-hmm. and what the NRA does. I mean, they're fighting, we talked about this last week, they're fighting 50 states and federally, nonstop. You can't win everything. Obviously, you have to compromise sometime. Good luck trying to take a hard line. Then you'll end up losing it all. Do I agree with everything that the NRA does? No. Uh, If I was in some of those closed-door meetings, would it change my attitude positively or negatively? How I thought about what their deal was? Probably. You know, but I'm not privy to that stuff. But I also think the NRA needs to do a better job of selling what they're doing. We need to know. You know, you want our money, you want our support, we need to know. You said it, transparency. Transparency. It needs to be there. Especially now when you have these, uh, you know, liberal news sites like The Trace every day. I subscribe to The Trace's newsletter every day. I get an email, and there's 20 different topics about accidental shooting, school shooting, how gun crime has gone up, and then there's 15 hit pieces on the NRA. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it's almost like if I read it, I'm going to start believing it. I don't. I look at it, and I take everything with a grain of salt. But and the problem is, is Bloomberg is brilliant <coughs> at what he does, and what he does is media. Correct. So calling it the trace, it's mm-hmm. not Bloomberg. We're getting hit all the time. Here's do we, How much time do we have? Uh, about another five minutes. Best quote from Cam Edwards. I was on, last week I was on Cam and Company, and I was on NRA TV with Dana Lesh. Ooh. By the way, yes, she's cool, but she doesn't have much of a personality. She's like she's super smart and witty, but she's kind of dry. Yeah, she's, she's like very 
plain and well yeah. on the NRA TV. But when she did her own show, she was much more. Animated. Oh, on Blaze, right? Yeah, she was Blaze, and she also does a, a national radio show. Yeah, which she's really but NRA. Good at. She's like you know, I was sitting. Yeah, I don't. We I skyped don't, in. I, don't I was just scared I was going to get yelled at for slouching. Yeah, that's yeah. not the. I wanted Dana to meet Lash, her a few times. I'm afraid to though. Like I'm afraid to introduce myself to her. She might crush your hand. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's she's. Oh, she's a very powerful woman to me. I mean, she's yeah. something, somebody but I look up to. It was the first time I was on her show, and I'll tell you about that later. But here's Cam's quote best quote this year, I believe. If you start with the most violent and then work your way out, you're going to have a hell of a lot more success in bringing down the crime rate than if you start with the law abiding and then try to wake, work your way into the most violent offenders. Amen. That's how we do it in yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. We go after the law-abiding citizens. It's, it's low-hanging fruit, like they've Correct. always said. We go by, we, you know, rather than targeting the career criminals. Correct. It's the opposite. Again, low-hanging fruit. We make it harder and harder for law-abiding citizens mm-hmm. because they think it's going to have an effect. Yeah. But yet the violent criminals just do whatever they want. Now, in New York... They get a free pass. They're passing a bill in New York. Cuomo is going to sign it. They're increasing the minimum wage for felons because they should have a better standard of living. Look at the hell... In prison. In prison. Look at the hell to pay when the electric went out at the federal penitentiary in New York. You thought they were slaughtering babies on the (laughs) front. It was... There's the best two attorney in New Jersey right there. Dan Schmutter. He's fighting our right to carry and our 10-round magnet. He's commenting on the page. That's the one. Yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, so uh, he's saying hi to you. So I'm going to talk to him later. He'll be he here. Know, he'll be here. He'll yeah. be here. Uh, get him so, on the page. So Sorry. Cam, <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Cam said that. Uh, but Cuomo, yes, they're going to raise it. They want him to go from like a dollar an hour to three or four dollars an hour. They're only required to work six hours a day, five days a week, by the way, <laughs> as a prisoner. How about... There is a fund set up that they work for fifty cent an hour, twelve hours a day, to pay seven off what days they a week, stole to pay off the victims yeah. Yeah. and donate money to therapy for people that were raped and molested or, even or just abused. Pay for their b- room and board and free surgery, oh, sex change operations. Four hours and, this week, yeah. Tissy. You only qualify for a half a cheese sandwich. Right. Next week, step up your game. You're up to twelve hours a day, and then you can have the full cheese sandwich. <laughs> that would actually work to improve their character so and give them some... Uh, I posted this rant and people jumped on me. They're people too. You shouldn't have... I'm like, listen. They're criminals. I also believe we should have a good pr- criminal uh, prison reform system where they can learn while they're in there right. so when they come out they don't go back to crime. Right. I'm not talking about warehousing them. You know, They, they do learn. They learn, like you said. Yeah, what do they call it? C- schooling. schooling? They, they go, go in, in a minor criminal you come out. Uh, yeah, a major criminal. Yeah. Yep. Schooling. Yeah. So, this is... The problem. You're awfully quiet. You're pissing me off, Tessie. I'm taking this uh, all in. Uh, but it's but it's true. So this is what we care about: late term abortions, free stuff for illegals, uh, increasing the salary of p- felons. Why are they doing it? Because last year they signed a bill. They they allow felons to vote yeah. in, in New York, and they bring the voter registration into the prison. Mm-hmm. So now, if a Democratic governor re- gives them a pay raise, who are they all yeah. going to vote for? Of course, dead ringer, dead yeah. ringer, right in there, right? Yep. So. Um, the corruption. You know who? Uh, you know who endorsed me for NRA board of directors? Tactissi. 
that me? Knife Rights, Scott Bach, ANGRPC, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, Tom King, Colonel Bob Brown of Soldier of Fortune Magazine, Ammo Land, Jeff and Chris Knox of the Firearms Coalition, David Cadria, Black Man with the Gun, CNJFO, Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick from New York City, Lauren Hartnett of Girls Got a Gun, Joshua Prince, Pennsylvania, Evan Knappen, Dr. John Adine, Shooter's Gauntlet, Rachel, Rachel, Raquel Apier of the Liberty First Foundation, Tony Simon of The Second is for Everyone, Mark Cheeseman, and Andy Goldman of G96 Products. Not a bad lineup. That's it? D- that's it. Yeah, that's you know what? Five minutes of name calling, that was it? Yeah, if I, get a, if I get on the board, all of their names are going to be unread in a pad, and if anybody in NRA comes up to me and asks me for something, I'm going to open the pad up, and if their name's not on it, I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, uh, are you talking to me? And I'm just going to turn my back. You should do it like NASCAR, get a jacket, and put all patches of everybody who endorsed you. Can you hold? I'm going to get your mic. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. 
Just follow the link on the gunforhireradio.com homepage. So we're back. So think about this right now. Uh, all of my endorsements I have, you can follow Ants Rants on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Check me out at calandrofornra.com. Go on Facebook and check out Tactissy, T-A-C-T-I-S-S-Y. She also has an Instagram page, but she's limited to one-minute videos, which ticks her off, so she doesn't post too much on there with videos. But her Facebook page has bloated up with 550,000 followers. So also support the Cheeseman Gillard case. They've also written a brief, an amicus brief, uh, did you see, with CNJFO. They're all listed on it for the Rogers case. Did yes, you see it's, that? A, it's a great brief. We're very happy that okay. they wrote that. It, it's very you nice. are? This is Dan Schmutter. Just walked in the studio, by the way. Uh, so I, I want to welcome here. So it's Dan Schmutter and Tacticci and uh, Dr. Misdiagnosis over there. And uh, the march... <laughs> if I could drop trial right here. <laughs> the march the march for Murphy uh, uh, is on uh, March 26th in Trenton. The webpage is wethepeopleofnj.com. Wethepeopleofnj.com. cnjfo.com forward slash rally. You can buy vests and swag and everything for that march. So I think it's pretty cool. So... And be, before you stepped in, Dan, I'm glad that you're happy with the Cheeseman Gillard case. Uh, people should go on the Restored Carry uh, GoFundMe page, Restore Carry NJ, and donate. And uh, remember, we have ANGRPC and NRA uh, leading off this Rogers case with uh, Dan Schmutter. David Jensen wrote their brief. Obviously, Scott Bach and all of you guys have been involved in this. Just talking to uh, uh, Tissy a few minutes ago. She's not happy about what's going on in Pennsylvania, red flag laws and everything. And we've been saying for years what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. And do you realize, Tissy, when people go on your Facebook page and see all of those cool toys that you have, there's a good chance 50 to 60% of that stuff could be banned in the next year or two. How do you feel about that? Not if I have anything to do with it. Uh, good. I like that attitude, but you don't know what it's like to turn stuff in. I've been around since 92 with M1 carbines and AR-15s that said Colt Sporter on them or whatever. We had to get rid of that stuff, just like we had to do it again now with magazines. And uh, you you haven't felt that yet. I, I don't want to feel it. It's like not in my stomach when I just think about it. That's why I've I been give fighting. Up my children. That's why I've, your children. I like that. That's why I've been fighting since 1992 um, in New Jersey. And you know Scott Bach has said all the time for us in New Jersey to hold something from advancing. We consider that a win. In New Jersey, if we could just hold the line, yes, that's a win. If they don't take our rights away, uh, we—that's a win for us. Just holding line. Am I right, Dan? Sure, absolutely. Although you know there are there are uh, efforts like Rogers, like the Rogers case, to push back and uh, make significant gains. If 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 you were to bet a thousand dollars right now, what what are your chances? You think that the Supreme Court will take the Rogers case? It's impossible to say. I mean, you know, I we, hate think, we, we think the chances are good. <laughs> we li- we li- we like the case. We think it's perfectly situated and perfectly crafted. Uh, to be a case that the Supreme Court would want to take, but there's so many factors associated with it. I mean, I, you know, you, I would not place a bet on either way on it. What about uh, them taking the New York City case? Well, the, 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 that could cut either way. You know, taking the New York City case, they could say, well, we've got a case now. We don't need a second case. So, uh, well, maybe we'll put Rogers, maybe we'll hold Rogers. Or it could be the other way around. They could say, well, we've got the New York City case, and that has one posture. Now we want a case that's straight down the middle on self-defense, so we'll take a carry case. It, there's no way to know. Tissy, do you know about the New York City case? No. If you live in the five boroughs, 
your rifles and shotguns that you legally possess, you can go anywhere in the country with them. Mm -hmm. Your handguns can't leave the five barrows. What kind of ass-backwards shit is that? Yeah. It's been <laughs> there a long time. And uh, so the Supreme, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association and New York uh, um, and uh, NRA fought it, and now the Supreme Court took the case about two weeks ago. Uh, they, they, they're ready to advance with it, and that's going to be a win, don't you think, Dan? It, it's a very strong case. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't ever predict what courts are going to do, but it's a very strong case. Could you imagine you can't I have customers that come here that live in the five boroughs that bring their rifles and shotguns, and they rent their pistols from me uh. because they can't leave the five boroughs with their pistol. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't think it can happen, mm -hmm. see, it can happen anywhere. So, Dan, our, our, uh, Tissy, our Rogers case is for right to carry, mm -hmm. and it could have, it will have national repercussions. Correct, Dan? Yeah. If if, if they take the case and they, uh, 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 it, it will have national repercussions. Either way, they decide it. If they decide in our favor, it's a, an enormous win for right to carry for everybody. Uh, so uh, we think it's, uh, we really think we're very excited about it. Now, what's the difference between the Rogers case and the Drake case from five years ago? Um, well. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh and uh, Gorsuch and, and Neil Gorsuch. Okay, so so Tissy, we tell people all the time because I see uh, not on, it wasn't on your thread, but I see posts all the time uh, like when I put Calandra friend array. Oh, he's from New Jersey. New Jersey's a lost state, you know. That's what they they write us off. All right, let us keep getting hit with the asinine gun laws and watch when they turn up in Tennessee and Kentucky uh. and Pennsylvania. And then you're going to say, where did they get the idea to pass that law? The sickness spreads. Yes. Mm. What were you going to say, Daniel? Well, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I kid about the you know Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. I mean, real realistically, one of the big differences is that we have Wren and Grace. We have the D.C. Circuit decision, which goes in our favor. So there was no clear split in the circuits uh, when Drake, when Drake was, came when, out. when Drake came up. Yeah. So now we have a clear split in the circuits. We have, uh, you know, we have uh, Drake and Kachowski and Woolard on one side against us, and now we have the D.C. case, Wren and Grace uh, on the other side. So there's a, a, a greater incentive for the court to want to resolve that split. So yeah, it's great to have, you know, some extra votes on the, on the court, of course, but this also presents very clearly and crisply for the court to want to take it up. Now, Tissy, I don't know, you, you, this is the first you learned about Dan when he went on your yeah. thread, right? Mm -hmm. So so Dan has uh, been involved in a two-way fight for a long time, but he's also a uh, counsel for knife rights, and I know you like pokey sticks, right? I do, yeah. Okay, so he's been fighting uh, and working with knife rights with Todd Rathner and everybody at knife rights, uh, Doug and uh, Sue Ritter, who's the, uh, the, the originators of that, and uh, he has a, you know, New York City, they have asinine backwards laws, and uh, but knife rights with their lobbyists and, and with their legal counsel, they travel all over the country and they knock these laws down um, that violate constitutional rights, and Dan has a big one right now, right? Yeah, we have the uh, the case Copeland versus Vance, which is our lawsuit against New York City and the uh, Manhattan District Attorney uh, to strike down their uh, gravity knife, the application of the gravity knife law, where basically they arrest and prosecute ordinary folks for carrying ordinary common folding knives, alleging that they're gravity knives, and arresting and prosecuting them. If so you can do that and it yeah. opens, it's a gravity yeah. knife. Right, if you, you can, can flick it open with your wrist, yeah. they consider it a gravity knife and they will arrest you. And so that case right now is also on a petition to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, it's slightly behind Rogers uh, by a few weeks, um, and we're hoping to get on a conference date soon, and uh, we'll see what happens. How was your urban class today? It was excellent. Really excellent. Urban Tony car being one you took? Yeah, Tony and Bobby, they were 
fantastic. Great. Talking about shooting far, you're, are you, what shooter's gauntlet class are you going to? <laughs> I'm so excited. Did you sign up for I'm it? So Did excited, Jimmy yeah. log you in for yeah. one? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, so because uh, Jimmy's out sick, he had double hernia surgery, Dan. Mm-hmm. I talked about I'm it earlier. I'm just finding out about this. You were pissed off at me. Now I'm pissed off at you. Why sorry. don't you tell me about this? Jimmy, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Get well soon, buddy. You, now she's assuming he listens to the show. <laughs> okay. There's your mistake. I'll so, later. So, you, you should. Bob, so, Bob Ramo and his wife Patty own Shooter's Gauntlet out in Monroton, PA. And uh, that's why I wanted to take uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg ziplining and shooting. <laughs> and Bob said he wouldn't even charge me admission that day if I did it. Uh, but we have a, a long-range distance shoot. It's a two-day class. It's 1,500 yards. Mm-hmm. We do it with Tier 1 defense. And uh, you're going to be uh, involved in that, I right? Am. Yeah, I'm going. And uh, every, everybody's, yeah, we're all going to be involved and have a, a good class. Uh, the first class I can't make, I'm going to be in Ireland, but I believe the second class uh, that I'm going to go, that's the one that's not sold out yet. I think there's two slots. So have you ever shot 1,500 yards? No. No? I have not. No. I shot 1,100 yards with Jimmy once. I shot a Barrett uh, 50 cal into That's steel. Cheating. Yeah. And it was <laughs> it was cool. It took three shots to get me on the steel. Jimmy, you know, worked with me yeah. on it. And that's the furthest I've ever shot, so I've never shot. But I will shoot 1,500 yards now. What I will do is I will ride my golf cart down and take my handgun out and shoot the steel plate five times and then ride my golf cart back up to 1,500 yards. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. So, Dan, that'll be next for you. You'll be out there shooting 1,500 yards. I don't even know how to do that. Uh, all the doping is involved. Everything in comes into consideration. Everything. The movement of the earth. The curvature of the earth. Yes. At 1,500 yards, you have to calculate the curvature of the earth. I recommend anybody who's into any type of long-distance shooting, read uh, White Feather, Carlos Hathcock. It's a paperback book. It's uh, a very easy read. He was the the originator of the Marine Scout Sniper in Vietnam. He wore a white feather in his cap, and uh, he had the longest confirmed kill and the most confirmed kills. And uh, he talks about reading the mirage and the curvature of the earth and the windage and everything. And uh, Yeah, yeah, I can't do any of that stuff. So, but uh, I'm glad that you're going to be involved in that I'm class. Super excited. See, now you have Joshua Prince fighting nonstop in Pennsylvania. Yes. We have Dan. We have Evan Knappen. Uh, we have David Jensen, who's of New York and New Jersey. We have obviously Scott Bach in the ANJRPC, and uh, most of our cases are funded by the NRA because Dan goes down to board meetings every year to the Civil Rights Defense Fund, and they show these cases and they ask for money and they get the money and I talk about this all the time that I donate uh, a lot of money to CRDF every year and uh, around this time I'll be getting an annual report and inside the annual report will show state by state of which cases the NRA is funded and I'll read the five or six cases that the NRA is funding on the radio and I'll get countless emails from people I had no idea Mm -hmm. the NRA does a bad job of selling that because when people say to me what has the NRA done I throw that back up in their face right Dan you hate hearing this shit don't you it's very aggravating to see on social media how people trash the NRA uh, saying, oh, NRA's given up on New Jersey, NRA does nothing in New Jersey. I mean, they have no idea. NRA has an enormous presence in New Jersey, both monetarily and otherwise. Um, they, uh, When I sit in the CRDF meetings, there's clearly a disproportionate amount of money going to New Jersey. We get an awful lot of funding from them for lawsuits in New Jersey and for defense, uh, defending def- uh, you know, individuals in New Jersey against uh, you know, improper charges. It's amazing what they do here. When I went, are you going to the NRA annual meeting? Yes. Okay, good. So Tissy will be there too. I went, the last board meetings I went to, Dan was only there for like two days. I was there five. 
I told you, Sandy, I'd be sitting drinking coffee, and there'd be four or five attorneys to my left, and I could hear them talking about the Rogers case. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go to another meeting room, and they're talking about the Rogers case. I just found myself eavesdropping, and everybody <laughs> is putting so much hope on this case, which could be phenomenal for us. So when people say, what has the NRA done, I want to punch them. Do they have faults? Yes. Do we all not have faults? I never met a peanut butter cup I didn't like. Okay? And I get agita after I eat them later. I feel like I'm going to die. As I'm eating them, I'm like, I know this is going to hurt me. I know it's going to hurt me. And then an hour later, why did I eat that? And then if I walk past a dark chocolate one, like a Justin's, oh, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I can't help it. So I just compared the NRA to peanut butter cups and agita. Tissy, what do you have planned in the future? Your social media presence is huge. Your following is huge. You, you're going to the annual meeting uh, in Indianapolis. What are your plans to take this to the next level? Like I said, if I get a board seat, I'm going to get you on a committee or two. I can't wait for that. I, I, I'm super I excited for that. Yeah, I think it'd Why be great. Why do you think great. I'm doing all this? Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, but, I, but I think you'd be a great voice and representation for us. And you, I'd love you to see how the sausage is made because it's so easy to criticize from the outside yeah. until you're there and you see what really goes on. Are there interlopers? Of course. What organization doesn't have people that are there for the wrong reasons? Right. But, like, I, like, Dan is a lawyer, and I'll tell you, like, like, 30% of the NRA board members are lawyers, right? And I'm like, oh, so many lawyers. But then when you go sit in the committee meetings, committee meetings you're like, damn, I'm glad we have these yeah, lawyers here. The, the good ones. Yeah. Right, the ones right. We need. Yeah. I have to say, I sit in these meetings, you know, three times a year, um, and I, I listen to the things people are saying, the ideas, the strategies. The 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 board and the staff uh, at NRA are are some of the smartest people you'll ever come across. These people are clear thinking. They are forward looking. The strategies are unbelievably good. I mean, these you know, it's it's one thing to be a member or to be an observer on the outside, and there's this opaque this organization that, that you see as a, as a, as a you know a blob. But when you when you dig in and you see the people doing stuff and coming up with the ideas and the strategies. Yes. This is, I mean, it's really an incredible organization what these people can do. You have former state attorney generals, mm -hmm. right? You have former U.S. attorney generals that are on the board or they're part of the legal council that meet with these guys. Because I sit on, I, what I do is mm -hmm. I'm on three committees and I'm done Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the first three hours of the day, I'm done, right? Mm -hmm. So then I look at the schedule and I see what other committee meetings are and I go sit on all of them and I'm a fly on the wall until they go into executive session, you know? And most of the committees are pretty open where they'll let you speak as a guest. You know, you can raise your hand and say hi. I'm Anthony Calandro. I sit on these committees. I, I, I you guys should consider something like this. Oh. So yeah, so you're not just put in a corner, right. which which is kind. Of, and great. then if the, like the finance committee and stuff, legislative, when they say they're going to executive concession, you get booted out. Right. <laughs> but but I've watched. But uh, getting back full circle, I used to say, damn, all these freaking lawyers. And just like Dan said, then I'd sit in and go. Holy shit, there's 500 years of Second Amendment legal expertise sitting in this room right now. I can't do that. I wouldn't want to be on the legislative committee. I wouldn't want to be on the committee like the CRDF committee. That would be a waste committee for me. I'd be making, you know, uh, origami or something <laughs> while they're talking about, you know, Ren versus DC and different angles. How many moot courts does the NRA ho host a year for you guys to practice before you go, right? Yeah, but it's, it's more than just the, uh, the legal talent and the legal thinking. I mean, there's the, the, the media savvy, the political savvy. I mean, these people just really know what they're doing. 
Um, it's, 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 it's fascinating to watch. It's very impressive when you listen to you know, how they're thinking about all these different things, not just the legal issues, but everything, legislative, uh, outreach. It's just the, it's, it's incredibly uh, fascinating to watch and listen Did to. They need to work on that outreach part. Yes. They Did really you? Well, women are starting that. to take over the board, you know. Good. They, they have the highest <laughs> voting percentage. Um, uh, Carrie Lightfoot from Well-Armed Woman mm -hmm. got on the board mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. She got more votes than Ronnie Barrett. Good. Yeah, she got yeah. right. Um, so I'm see you're, I see more and more women represented, which I think is really good. Now, there's a double-edged sword because a lot of board members represent the industry, and I feel a lot of board members that are part of the industry should be at the NSSF, yeah. to be honest with yeah. you. But, I, but here's the problem. Like, I own a range. I have a flexible schedule. I can run for a board seat. It's hard for some people that might not have that flexibility. And a lot of board members are in their 50s and 60s because they're at a point in their life where they can. And then there's a bunch of board members that are really old. And then you look at their credentials and you're like, oh, man, this was like Sheriff Jay Prince is in his 70s. You know, he sued the U.S. government. It went to the Supreme Court over the Knicks background check, uh, unconstitutional, whatever, from Montana. And he won. You know, so there's some there's some heavy hitters there, but definitely got to get you some meetings. Hope you guys are enjoying the new format. Uh, less commercials, more talk. Uh, but please support the sponsors who are there because they're paying a whole lot more to do it. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience and makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. 
As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Dan, can you represent me in a malpractice lawsuit? There he goes. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. You know, <laughs> your days of free medical advice, you hear that <laughs> sucking sound? Uh, this segment is brought to you by Dr. Brian Tans, NewYorkSmile.com. Who New I'm warning right now, com. doctor, do not look in his mouth <laughs> at anything. Listen, doctor, <laughs> I will give you a... Don't pass I, by him. I believe don't say, that... say, boy, nice teeth, great smile. Don't say anything like that Well, all. this is what nothing. I do. I believe Just that... nothing. Doctor, give him so nothing <laughs> for free. NewYorkSmile.com. Before I go to the my same. hygienist, poor Nicole, Your in the car, I eat garlic bread and uh, about 12 Oreos, and then I walk right into my dental hygienist for teeth cleaning. I make her earn her salary. What you, do don't, you, guys you, don't you don't smoke a cigar? Of course. That goes without say. Listen, I'm not going in there with clean teeth. Do your job. <laughs> go no? in there with clean teeth. <laughs> That was awful. Awful man. <coughs> Tissy, women listening. We have the Second Amendment women group here. <laughs> Every and week I, I get them. Psycho. Every week we have, we have the Second Amendment women meet here. We have so many women coming into the range. You see it every time you come in. Mm-hmm. Some some tips for our, you know, majority of our listeners are male, probably 60%, 40% are female. And uh, so what do you think? Well, Sandy, that's like bringing a clean car to the car wash. <laughs> yeah, I okay? get it. Yes, so seriously, <laughs> so some good some tips for women. Cleaning the toilet to before the maid comes? Yeah, Correct. I get it. All right. Correct. Uh, yeah. So the maid. <laughs> Where are you from? I grew up in Newark, the maid. Anyway. You didn't have maids? No. Oh. Yeah, milkmaid. It was on a corner. It was a corner store. There must be another six or seven analogies you can come up with. I can come up with a lot more, but I'm not doing it. We're just pushing. I'm I'm making tick marks over here. Cutting my hair at home (laughs) before I go get my hair There we go. There's another one. (laughs) Well, you know what women do? Like Tissy, she's going to go to an event. They would go have their hair, uh, their makeup professionally done, and then go home and take it off and redo it themselves, right? I've never, done, I've never had somebody else do my makeup. Actually, I did one time for a show that I was supposed to be recording, and she... See? She, it was bad. See? And I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> I washed it all off and did it myself before we went on air, and I was like, this is how it's supposed to look. I was it's in a, a wedding thing. party 100 years ago, and the six women, the, the bride paid for the six women to have their makeup done, and they all redid it. Mm. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. Not one of them liked it. So tips for, for, for women getting into it, for the guys to listen to, how, what, what's the proper way to introduce a woman to shooting? So Dan Schmutter, his daughter, forget it, she's in college, she's a warrior, she used to come here and shoot all the time. So Dan's got a cousin, female, that he wants to introduce to shooting. Give us your perspective on how we should properly handle that uh, and not, like I always say, don't let them shoot a forty four Magnum the first time. You're a buffoon if you do that. But some tips from a from a tissy perspective, a man is introducing a woman to shooting. I'm putting her on the spot. I this has not been pre-planned, talking, and I don't answer. care. Go. Always, he always does it. Sorry. So every day I get the same <laughs> question on my page. How do I get my daughter, my niece, or granddaughter into shooting? And there's no one right answer, and it, it stresses me out when people ask me this. That's up to you. You have to play to their to their personality. If they're naturally competitive, just 
go to the range with me. And if you win, I'll buy you dinner. If you win, I'll buy you whatever you, you know, whatever they're desiring. Or if they're scared, work in the protective aspect of it. This is how you protect yourself. I'm not always going to be around. Let's do it this way. If they're shy, invite them to a class. Get them motivated. There's not one right way to get anyone involved in shooting. It's up to that family and that person to figure it out. And then once you do, you go from there. Classes, I cannot stress enough certified instructors. Well vetted, Mm -hmm. well taught, well respected certified instructors. Like you are. Yes. You are, yes. Yes. Who taught me? Where did I learn all this stuff? Where did I get my NRA certification? Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. From from Gun for Hire. She became an instructor through us with Jimmy and me. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes Her and a bunch of other guys. There was this guy in the class too. He looked like George the Animal Steel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. So so, so go ahead. What, 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 yes. You remember uh, him? Is, no, I, oh, I have no I idea don't. who that is. But I looked up okay. the picture and I'm smitten by oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, good instructors, not sexist instructors. Mm. Instructors that practice hygiene. Go ahead. Where do you want me to go from there? Jeez Louise. Um, but y- bring them to a gun store as a chaperone first, then bring them to a gun store that's female-friendly. So that's where I was going okay. next. Is, oh, is yeah, You have to sure find what works for that individual. People are always trying to get recommendations. Men and women alike are always, what's the best gun for me? It's the one that fits your hand. Yes. It's the one that you're most comfortable with. It's the one you're going to use and not stick in a drawer somewhere. So I always recommend people to go to your local gun range or your local shop where they're going to take time with you and let you paw everything that you want. you got to find a good grip. You've got to find a good weld with your hands. It's got to feel good. You know, it's like that glass slipper aspect. It's perfectly made for you. And I love that. I have, I have a few of those. Where I nice glass slippers. What are your favorites? Um, I've always been a SIG fanatic. Oh, yeah. I love go. SIGs. And Dan, too. Yeah, yeah. They've always just perfect. They're like a glove for me. Hmm. So if I go from shooting a Glock to a SIG, it's like, ah, thank you. The gun does the work for me. But STI, I have a, an affinity for STIs now. I Steyr love them. Trip. Custom guns. Yeah. 19 to plat- 11 Texas. platforms usually. Yes. Yes. 2011s, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unbelievable Beautiful. Guns. They came out with a new carry, and oh, do I want it? I wish I had something to sell for one, like a child or. <laughs> 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 uh, you can always go on kidneys.com. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah I don't drink that. My kidneys are probably worth a ton. Probably very, yeah. You probably sure, get a good absolutely. price for a kidney. Yeah. Dan could do the paperwork. He could paper that yes. up. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I, I don't think, I think the oath he took, he's not allowed to exchange body parts illegally. No, so yeah, he probably he'll shy away from that. <laughs> Dan's good to have around, by the way. So, so like the glass slipper, so you like SIGs. I, I tell everybody, taking a woman shooting, it's not about a whole 22 experience. It's a good way to start, but I prefer 9mm. I like you to get them your way up. 9 and 38, yes. Especially for someone that's uh, timid or scared, always start them off with a 22. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, a magazine or two of that, let them feel, and then work up to the nine. Never go further than a nine on your forty, your first day of shooting with somebody. Yeah, you know. I'm not a big fan of forties anyway. Oh, they're too terrible. S- too snappy. Snappy, just awful. Yeah, and forty-five is surprisingly a great gun to teach somebody on too. They're usually scared by the caliber, and oh my God, the bullet's so big, it's, the kick's going to be so bad. So I, I tend to go nine and thirty-eight uh, after intro with a twenty-two, yeah. and make sure you bring them to a range that's uh, clean and female-friendly, even like if it's right. Yeah. Like yeah. here, yeah. even <laughs> if it's an outdoor range, there are outdoor ranges that you know 
that are very nice, and then there's some outrages down the range that might be a little too rustic, and you should know the clientele of the range you go to, too. If it's a good old boy place, it's probably mm-hmm. not the place to introduce somebody, right? One of my other, like, biggest recommendations is when you're teaching someone, double ear pro. Always double ear pro. Always. It's very overwhelming, and if you can, electronic. When you're struggling to hear someone, it makes it it makes yeah. you so much more nervous. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? What am I not hearing? Right. What what's going on around me? Yeah. You can buy Howard Light L E I G H T uh, Ear Pro for forty five dollars online and get yourself next time you go to the home center buy a whole uh, jar of earplugs. Yep. You know they sell like five hundred yeah. for like three dollars for the yeah. foam plugs mm-hmm. and it always. Uh, Uh, plugs and muffs I say because even though women's brains are bigger their heads are about 20% smaller than a man's and if you put earmuffs on a woman that men have used are kind of stretched out already and that's another reason why women are so sensitive in the range because the ears aren't getting a a full seal on them Mm -hmm. and if you if you introduce a female member to shooting buy them their own and put their name on them and don't let any of your big head friends wear them or anything and let them be if you bought those for your Cousin Joanne, those are her earmuffs from now on. It's a small investment, all right, uh, to make it much more pleasurable, I feel. Of course. And what about distance? What distance would you start somebody from if you were shooting them? You always want to start someone close. You don't want to overwhelm them at first. Big target. Big target. Close distance. You know what I love? The reactive targets. Yes, the shoot and seize. Yes, the shoot and seize. Yes, those are great. Or steel. That instant gratification is amazing. Uh, Yes, when they hit it. Ting. Doesn't matter where they hit it. That's right. So the shoot and seize are great, but that that steel, I still love shooting steel. When I'm having like an off week or we go to a match and I was a shit show, I'll bring out the steel so I can gain confidence back. Yeah, steel is the best. Lugging it sucks, but I love the steel. Why do you think I've got the muscle with me? Nice. (laughs) When the new when the new range is open, we're gonna be setting up steel a lot. You know, so uh, yes, upstairs, uh, which will be happening happening uh, in a few more months. So you all shall see. We had a major delay, but we're pretty much back on track now. I think you should do some force on force classes over there, which we is are also be what I recommend. We have a we we just set up a shoot house too for UTM. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that just got set up yesterday. They're going to be offering classes. Dan took Urban uh, Carbine One today and got his arse kicked. <laughs> Moving and shooting so much different than static shooting, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, it's great. Especially when there's two instructors behind you and six or seven other students watching you, mm-hmm. nothing changes it, right, Tissy? Then when someone's holding the timer next to you <laughs> and it goes, once it goes beep, it's like, what am I doing here? Every plan you had goes right out the window. Done. I tell yeah. a pretty story a long time ago when I first started shooting Action Pistol. It was before they had all of these acronyms. This is back no. in the eighties, <laughs> and I went up no to the li- yeah, I went up to the, my line, and the pager went off, and I loaded the mag. Click, nothing happened. I dropped the empty mag. I took the next mag out. I loaded it, slide forward. Click, nothing happened. <laughs> I walked up to the firing line with five empty magazines. <laughs> I can't say I've never done that. Okay. that was I had yeah. one in one in my firearm and two empties on my belt, and I was like, I did the same thing. Yep. You just got to move on. Yep. I mean, it, it happens. Yeah. But the minute the minute the bell goes off or the timer goes off, that's it. Every plan mm-hmm. that you possibly had, and especially if you get a malfunction after that or a failure to feed or a failure to eject, it's like, oh, shit, here we go. And, then, you know, Panic I, mode. fine motor functions, yeah. the fight or yeah. flight reflexes kick in, right? You felt some adrenaline today, Dan. Oh, yeah. And the other thing I, the other thing I felt was a, a, an intense reinforcement of the notion that I do not exercise enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every time you had to get up. <laughs> off the ground. Getting up off the ground, <laughs> just everything. 
It's like, I am not strong enough. <laughs> we talk about that all the time, about how you, how you have to be a little fit because having a heart attack defending yourself or your family is not going to help. <laughs> and imagine real world bullets coming back at you. I mean, we when we do UTM, we check your blood pressure, we check your heart rate, we check everything before, during, and after. We've had people where, you know, it's like, all right, you have to go sit over here and watch mm -hmm. cartoons for 15 minutes now <laughs> because you're redlining. Yeah. You know, and it, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. And everybody needs to do that. See, now the training like you did today and all of the steel stuff and the stuff Tissy does is very important because that helps condition you. And you're right. Every time you got to drop to your knee and get back up, man, you realize that when you, tonight you're going to be home going, damn, what's that, that problem with my knee here? But uh, listen, train, 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 and train like your life mm -hmm. depended on it. So what's your favorite AR, Tissy? Out of the box or? Out of the box. Is, um, CMMG makes really great stuff. They're my competition rifle is CMMG, and it has been for about five years now. So I Frankensteined it a little, changed some things out, mostly stocks because I have a stupid girl face and nothing fits me well. Um, but like their their three GR is my competition rifle, and they've got some beautiful AR tens. Do you like AR tens? Yeah, I mean it's bigger, it goes bigger, boom. <laughs> nothing like a three hundred eight platform yeah. AR. Yeah, There's people run like those that. in three gun. It's called yeah. heavy division. I know. Who the hell wants to run around with that thing all day? No, it's like carrying no. a boat anchor. Yeah. I like. I, I, yeah. When I was young, I used to like all the accessories and everything. Now I'm, I, I'm everything's stripped down. I'm mm -hmm. the exact opposite. If oh, we yeah. get concealed carry in New Jersey, I'm carrying a five shot uh, revolver. Sorry, that's it. I'm carrying a five-shot revolver. <laughs> I don't need anything else in that. Two Bianchi speed strips in my front right yeah, pocket right. and a five-shot revolver in my front right pocket. I'm, I'm pretty speed much good to go. Speed strips, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I don't like uh, speed loaders. They're too big. Yeah. Looks like I'm carrying jawbreakers in my pocket or something, <laughs> you know, or moon rocks or something. Things are just out of place. <laughs> so you have this huge presence, and now you know what it's like to be involved in the political aspect by supporting me. Mm. I thank you. I'm sorry. I know it's a double-edged sword, but this too shall pass. The haters will 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 subside for a little what bit. What do you think happened when I started my page? This is nothing. Yeah. This oh. is nothing. 550,000 followers, and she answers like every comment. I don't know how she. I don't know how you do it. I'll sleep. I need yeah. some Botox. Botox. We talked about that last yes. time. I get Botox in my eyelids so they can't close. <laughs> Stay open all the time. Imagine walking past her. She's sleeping with her eyes open. Creepy. <laughs> Creepy. Eyes up in her head, but her eyelids are still open. So, Dan, what are I you... I dated a woman like that once. Yeah. Oh, God. You married her, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't no. marry her. So, Tacticity, how can people find you? Uh, Tacticity, Facebook.com, Instagram Tacticity, Twitter Tacticity. I don't really tweet. I can't say no, that. No, I, I never see any tweets by yeah, you. Yeah, it's not enough characters. I've got way more to say than that. And, Dan, who do you work for when you're when you're not volunteering? Uh, the firm is Hartman and Winicky. We are in Ridgewood, New Jersey. I refer a lot of people to Dan. He's on top of these cases for us. We'll have him back on in a few weeks when Sandy gets a set schedule. Uh, and we'll be talking about cases like this. Remember Calandro for NRA. I want to thank Tactici for being uh, a supporter, ardent supporter of mine. And I hope to get on the board and help make a few changes and get her on a few committees. And uh, Start so with one. Yes. Yes, so we can we can get where we want to be. We have a uh, Dan took the urban carbine class today. We have urban carbine two and three. We have urban shotgun one and two. Low light, no light. We just built a uh, shoot house next door for UTM, less than lethal rounds like uh, simunitions. 
Uh, Jimmy will be introducing a bunch of classes for that, so you better look out because it's coming. And I'll be there. You'll be there. Yes, you will. <laughs> she also will be at Shooter's Gauntlet shooting out to 1,500 yards. It's a two-day blast, food, hotel, everything included. Everybody gets separate rooms, Dan. Don't get any ideas. Okay. He thought he was going to bunk with me right away. You know why? Because we both smoke cigars. Oh, I bet you in Pennsylvania they'd let us smoke cigars in our room, too. We At the end of yeah, Sunday, we'd both true. be brown. <laughs> <laughs> like that episode of Seinfeld. Yes. Where took a, yes. With the cigars. <laughs> took up smoking cigars. Tissy, any last words? Calandro for NRA.com. Wow. Dan, nice. any last words? HartmanWinicky.com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sandy, it's all yours. Yeah, I got note.com. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter-think media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. See you guys next week.